Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. We just really welcome you this Saturday morning from Seattle. And where are you this morning, Amy? I'm in Orlando, but where are you? I'm in like, Seattle. Your picture pops on and, and now you're back. Where'd you go? Or is it just me? <laughs> so it's, it's that kind of morning and it's perfect for the question this morning. So first of all, I want to welcome our listeners this morning. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtla. I'm Catalina Bonds. And I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. Where we talk about everything and nothing. Oh my goodness. So this is a conversation. It's prepared and yet it's unprepared. And this morning or this afternoon or this evening, wherever you are listening to the podcast series, where we do talk about everything and nothing. This morning, the question from Seattle is, who am I? Mm. Who am I? I know, Dr. (laughs) Kerry, I got to tell you, and it's not that I just went, well, that's a great question. What would be a good question? I had this experience. I was driving my daughter this morning at 5.15 in the morning. She wanted to go skiing. Now, 5.15, 5.15 in the morning seems absurd. 5.15, who gets up at 5.15 on a Saturday morning? And I was driving back. I just picked up my coffee. And then I just went, well, who is the person who is it that is asking, why am I getting up at 5.15 in the morning? What is so okay. significant about 5.15, 7 o'clock, Orlando, 10 o'clock? What difference does it make? It's 10 o'clock. Amy says things, what are you talking about? It's 10 o'clock over here. But oh, it's- I've been up since 5.15 also. <laughs> Don't worry. Orlando time, yes. So. Orlando time, 5.15. Oh, she's been up forever. But the question is this morning, Who am I? And what is it that we want our listeners to leave this conversation with this morning or this afternoon or this evening, wherever you are in the world? What do we want to leave them with? What is it for you that that question, who am I? I'm putting it out to tender. You know, when I think about like, who am I? Isn't it by moment by moment? Who am I being right now? Am I being mom? Am I being a real estate investor? Am I being a botch or whatever that? technical term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the one with an eye? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's a great question. Who am I? Well, it's the botch. Yes. Right. <laughs> so who am I being today? It's a moment by moment question, isn't it? That's what comes to mind. I get what Catalina's saying, because sure, in the moment, but then I think underneath fundamentally, it's who am I fundamentally? At each of those moments, there's still a foundation to Amy or to Jean-Marie or Carrie or Catalina that really gives us who we're going to be at those moments. And so for me, this morning, I am being like the cheerleader mom and the bank also for my daughter because we're in Orlando dancing. But fundamentally, who I am is like I'm supportive. I'm here with her. So she's chasing her dreams. And she last weekend won in Omaha. And for the rest of this season, she gets to assist with the teachers and be on stage and do all this stuff, take extra classes. And it's like, okay, so yeah, I'm being the bang and I'm being the mom that gets up and does stuff for her daughter. But really who I am is I'm supporting my kids' dreams. 
fundamentally, that's who I am is I feel like I support everyone around me. Well, well yeah. maybe, maybe there's a commitment to be supportive. So possibly, but then we got to look at, well, who's the I that is speaking that gets to say, I am the bank. I am right. the mother. I get it. It's a huge question. And it's maybe not a question that we look at throughout our day. I think all philosophers in the world have been dealing with this question for thousands and thousands of years. Who, I can verify that. Yeah. Thanks, Dr. <laughs> Kerry. <laughs> and we could easily get into an intellectual discussion. But in the moment that I saw that question for myself, which I am now, well, what is the question I'm asking myself? Who is that myself? Is there was something that said, well, if I'm not the I that I think I am, why am I so upset about most of the things that I do every moment by moment by moment? Catalina, you were saying moment by moment. I could promise you that I know moment by moment, whoever the I know said that is I'm upset that I should be different. We don't live, though, in any moment. We don't. That's just rare. And the upset that you're talking about, like, it, this is how it is for me. Like, I look at my life. I look at you wonderful people that I get to spend this time with. And it's like we're arranged some kind of way. So think about a dining room table, you in the audience. Just think about a dining room table, right? And it's to sit and to eat for anybody that still has one, right? Because I know they, they aren't that popular anymore. <laughs> but there were times when I was growing up and I'm at my parents' home, the dining room table had other things I used it for. I'm doing homework there. There's social gatherings there. No one's eating, right? And then sometimes there was just clutter there that used to irritate my mother. And the same with me. It's like, why are my earrings just randomly sitting there? So when yeah. you think about us, it's the same way. We kind of just default to a lot of the things that Amy was talking about. And I don't catch that in the moment. I remember when I became an empty nester and my identity had lent itself for so long to just the role of mother. I didn't know how to shut it off. I started like borrowing kids and look, I need a dog. <laughs> and then one day it was like, okay, look, that's not all that you are. And then there's the, okay, this is me that got handed to me. I'm somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's best friend. I'm somebody's girlfriend, somebody's wife. And at the core of all of that, and most of that, I don't see where I signed up for it. It just kind of ends up being that way. And I'm relating to myself that way until something moves it on. Nothing about who I am, I would say, is deliberate. And that's what I mean when I'm talking about the table and how things just end up on it. Well, my table things just fell off. I don't know if you heard a thud. <laughs> but when you're talking about the earrings on the table, when you said there's something irritating, but there's something that we say that is irritating me, as if yeah. it was really true that whatever the eye was looking at those earrings saying they are irritating me because they probably should not have been there. And yet these little earrings are just sitting there. Yeah. 
But I want to develop that a little further, Dr. Kerry. When you were saying that people were sitting at this table and using the table, I'm just trying to relate to it myself, like the same table, but utilized in different ways. Yeah. You know what I thought about was if I'm a table, sometimes I'm being the mom, right? Sometimes I'm being the worker. But then when you said junk, you throw just stuff on there and it piles up and like, what mail am I piling up on me? What junk do I need to like clean off that I've been collecting and not even realizing? Well, and then look at it. If we're going to use this to assist us in this conversation, you've got what we put on the table, but then what about the freaking dust that just settles there, right? Like you didn't invite it. It's just kind of in the atmosphere and it's on the table. Now you've got a task to perform about something that you didn't request to be there or put there. And a lot of times in my life, I feel that way. When you think about what Jean-Marie is saying, I'm that voice in my head, like who the heck unloaded this truck full of dung in my life, right? Like how did this get here? And that's more of that response of who am I? the assessing it, the looking at it, the judging it, the dealing with it or not dealing with it. Fundamentally, you're still at table, right? So you can't change that. I mean, yeah, we all know we can change who we are, right? But Or how we're arranged. Or how we're arranged, but fundamentally, we're still at table. Yeah. You're saying that, Amy. You're saying that as if fundamentally the fundamentals no. is true about something right so that's so true saying, though, is you can still be present to who you're being in the moment and fundamentally you are still a table underneath you are still supportive for me you know at least that's where i think i come from i can still choose to do whatever for somebody else and put them first ahead of myself And I can still recognize the fact that I'm choosing to do that at the moment. It doesn't just automatically show up like the earrings or the dust or the stuff that piles up of like always putting everybody else first. So are there times that I make choices without really thinking about them? Sure. Have I worked very hard to actually really think about what choices I'm making? Uh Uh-huh. But now the question is, what is the person, who do you say you are that you then even work very hard? So right. looking to, right. for having these listeners walk away or whatever they're doing to actually go, well, I'm working very hard or some people are very busy or, but then who is that who's saying the, I am very busy as if yeah. the busy mm-hmm. or the working hard really does exist in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm but it only exists for me. Oh, yes. Pick a particular situation, a particular situation in our lives. So for me, yesterday afternoon, I was getting some kind of flashes going on in my eyes. I've got to go get them checked out. It was very annoying because I would like to use my eyes. And it was annoying because I should have perfect eyesight you know, you get to be 56 and then someone across the dinner table decided to tell me it's because I was getting older. How dare they say I am getting older? Right. And my eye was like, absolutely. I am not getting older just because my eyes are a little funky, you know, but yeah, but whatever it was, I could see that 
I was upset. Like I should not be dealing with age, eyesight, overweight, underweight, clothes. I shouldn't be dealing with any of this. Yes. Swimsuit season. You know, ah. like I was, yeah, we got to go out by the pool later today and I'm trying on swimsuits. I mean, yes, I'm approaching 50. It's like, I should not look this way. Yes, exactly. I should yeah. not look this way. And then you probably had it your whole life where someone like Carrie, you were saying that somebody imposed something on you. Yeah. You should look different. It should not look the way it is. And yet it does. Yeah. Yep. It does. And the thing is, is that in the moment that someone is imposing something on me, I'm angry because I'm entertaining it. Yes. Right. It's like I'm entertaining it. And now I'm spending my time and I know exactly what you mean. It's like, who is that in there talking, like responding only inside? Who asked you for your opinion? (laughs) Have you looked in a mirror recently yourself? (laughs) I had a moment at Starbucks this morning when I thought, well, as a Starbucks, they're open. Of course, they are at 530 in the morning. And the woman gave me their sleeve on the cup. Mm. And I do not want the sleeve on the cup because I'm trying to save the planet sleeve by sleeve, you know, (laughs) And the little plastic thingy that we should stop making. Exactly. So I said, oh, I would rather not have the sleeve. And she promptly threw it in the garbage. Ah, you know, promptly. And it was how upsetting because I'm saving the planet sleeve by sleeve. Right. She's not. But I guarantee you the person behind you, Jean-Marie, had she not, would have been upset that she put it back in general circulation because now you're contaminating people. (laughs) And it seems like it's the absolute truth that I'm contaminating people or I made a completely outrageous request. I think I saw her eyeballs roll, even though she turned her head. I swear I saw them. But the question is, Who am I, Catalina? What's going on in there? (laughs) I keep thinking I am this machine, this physical body. And you guys keep talking about everything being imposed. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how much do I have to peel off to really get to the root of who I am when all my life things have been imposed? Yeah. Especially when you're young and you don't know how to filter that out. There's stuff seated in there that it's not me, but it's me because it's in there. Yeah. I'm thinking of our listeners and they're probably thinking, who am I? Like, will they ever discover that? Will this question ever be answered? And you're right, because we have to first peel back the layer of gender. And then there is everything that goes with our appearances. Like, you know, audience, you can't see us, but three of us are brunette. Amy, blonde. And there's this whole world that goes with all of that. And then Jean-Marie was born in England. I just wanted to know, when did I become a brunette? (laughs) (laughs) That last trip to the hair salon, right? The hair salon, exactly. (laughs) Right. I was so attached when you said brunette. I went, no, no, I'm not a brunette. 
I am not really a brunette. <laughs> Nor am I. I was born one, but if we didn't have access to some things for at least three <laughs> months, I'd just be Cruella DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very scary for some of us. Very. <laughs> and Catalina, it was coming back to what you were saying. And actually, I thought about what you were saying of before we were even showed up, it was already imposed on you. Your oh. eye was already imposed. Oh, yeah. And when we're looking at peeling away, and I had this image of like, even when I take the clothes off, I still want to keep taking them off. Like, well, this is not what I want to wear. This is now, this is my skin. This should be a different skin. And it's a reaction to something that something was imposed yeah. upon me. Yeah, totally. Look, what if there was no I? There was no I for me. That's a weird thing, but there was no I for me and myself, me, myself, and I. When you said that, it kind of reminded me of a conversation I had a while back with my girlfriend where there's times that I have this sense that my life is really not the way that it is. Like in my head, I see my life as being one way, but then sometimes I'll stop and maybe look outside myself like as a third person. And I'm like, that's what my life looks like. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And I'm like, my life doesn't to me, appear to be maybe the same way it does to everybody else. Yeah. And you I know, don't know how to say that exactly, but. But no, how you said it, Amy, is perfect because like Jean-Marie said at the start of this conversation, that has been the question literally for thousands of years, right? Where we question our own perception of ourselves. And then the next thought is, well, who is that observing it? If I'm observing me, am I me and the observer? And that is the most interesting thing about what's going on in my head all the time. And often I'm looking at myself, I see myself one way until someone posts a picture of me on social media. And then it's like, oh my God. Could like, they have the taken filters? a better side of me? <laughs> exactly, right? You know, Could they that's have why I have lifted timeline my review. Chin? Let's take the picture up, you know? And so, you realize that everything is questionable. Everything is up for question. All of this stuff on my table. And no, Jean-Marie didn't go there. Guys, I checked out. Like, she left me right there getting undressed. All of a sudden, <laughs> I was just mortified. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to the question. Okay, because we're going somewhere. I don't know where we're going. We're definitely on our journey. But if we ask the question, like, who am I? I cannot believe how often I complain about the I. Mm. And I know that this is not a moment by moment question. I do not ask this question. I actually believe that what Amy, you were saying, like it, I should be different. I really should not be here. I should be further along. Okay. So for me, like, I don't look at my life and see, okay, well, she's married and she has a boyfriend and she has kids and well, the she, listeners are. <laughs> right. And like, there's morals here and everything else. Like, I don't look at my life that that's really an issue because for me, it seems all okay and settled, somewhat settled. 
but then it's like sometimes every now and then I'll get a glimpse of my life and I'll go, hell, like this was not how I thought life was going to go. This is not who I planned on being, right? And it's like, how did I become this person? How am I this person when I knew that? None of this was okay, but yet somehow I've made it okay. And so that's what I'm talking about. It's like every now and then I'll have a flash of like, wow, is this what my life looks like to everyone else? And I realized that it's being imposed, right? Not really. view what's supposed to be in a marriage or not a marriage or. Yeah. Okay. So there you go with that. Right. Like what I expected life. To be. So I guess maybe I'm being hit with my own expectations of life, not necessarily somebody else's, but of course they, they were brought on as a child. But it's a weird phenomenon that it's like my life isn't supposed to look like this or my life doesn't look like this. And then. But Amy, the either question is on one hand, whoever's asking the question, which is, well, I didn't think of it was going to turn out this way. Yeah. Is whoever right. was thinking of that, and it turned out this way thus far. Right. Until our listeners right. hear otherwise that Amy is got three boyfriends and is still <laughs> married. You know? But now we're very fortunate to be living in the century that we're living in. And yet I would want to assume that we've been asking this question for thousands of years. Thousands. Yeah. No matter what the situation for thousands of years, keep saying, well, you shouldn't have a boyfriend while you're still married. Well, okay, now let's try being married and have a boyfriend. Let's try mixing our genders a little bit. Let's just try, we have choice. I don't want to be a woman. I want to be a man and or I want to be a tomboy. Or Let's try it this way. Let's try thousands of electronics. Let's try intense communication. Let's try communicating with lots of communication tools. Is this working? No matter what, for thousands of years, are we answering the question, who am I? Right. As we're coming towards the end of our conversation. But we have a few more minutes. Where do we want to leave our listeners today, this morning, whatever time it is in the world? Certainly, I am in the morning. You know, what what I want to leave everyone with is, you know, I'm 58 years old and I don't know if it's age. Maybe it is. But where I am right now just works, you know, no matter what's on the table, if there's dust on it, I'm just going to wipe it off, right? If there's earrings on it, I'll put them on or put them away. Wherever you are right now, trust me, it's all right. It all works. Don't be so hard on yourself because, yes, it's evident that everything is influenced by the way we were raised. Yeah. And there's not really a right or wrong unless you say it is. And that be careful for that. that I got to tell you, by the end of the conversation, which we're coming to the end in about 30 seconds, it is leaving listeners like we don't even know what the I is. That's what I'm really left with is I really don't know who I am. I'm over here going, that's great. And I still don't know who the freak I am. That's perfect. This is a conversation. It will go forever. I want to thank our listeners and Dr. Carrie Skirdler and Catalina Bonds. That was brilliant. And who else? Oh, and I'm still 
Amy Sullivan Ryan. All right, good. Thank you. And we will see you next time.